feel me? Back to the bees. <laughs> yeah, man, but y'all can live without the tree, bro. Like, I don't need I don't need weed like that. I just like I like how it's helping my body feel since my my uh joints been hurting back like for a minute, but I'm getting back into like stress. hey, what you take? Do you do you take uh anything for your joints? Nah, bro. My my shit's getting better, bro. Like, yeah, I don't but do you take anything like nah. for longevity? Nah, I'm gonna uh, shoot, shoot you some stuff. I'm I'm gonna shoot you some stuff. You should like just buy off Amazon and, and take for your joints. I think it'll help you out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I was when when I was uh, in college and I first started playing, I had jumper's knee, and I started. Uh, I had to take a, a regiment then, like a, a pills, and it actually helped me help my jumper's knee. And then obviously now that I have this fucking Achilles shit. Um, the doctors and everybody been recommending me things and you know the homie Aramis shout out to him recommending me shit so um yeah man what's the that name? time man what's the name of it so our listeners out it's, there it's uh, a few different ones so we got we got glucosamine um that helps out with the the joints and tendons you okay. got uh fish oils which you know most people you know know about fish oils right yeah. um you got um the vitamins uh b complex that helps out with joints um okay. also calcium and vitamin c oh uh, okay yeah All so right. so yeah th those things definitely have a, a positive effect on your joints so if y'all out there man and you know you just stumbling into the the joint the joint uh pain era of your life uh, that we in at this current stage, man. It's the curse of the old niggas, bro. I'm playing the fucking old niggas. Like, shout out to uh, Stan, who you used to hoop with. That nigga was like 50. But he was like, no. you young bucks, man. Young, no, young Stan, was, Stan was 60, bro. Stan, Stan was 60 Holy plus. Period. Yeah. Damn, even yeah, he older. was still out there hooping. Yeah. Six, at, at 60 plus. So yeah. going on, I think he might be maybe even in his seventies now, but he still be you know trying to get his little run. And I just seen him not too long ago working out at the arc. And he was like saying he can't. He was anticipating the arc opening back up. And Stan might be what the only reason why I don't pack it all the way in with hoop, just yeah, because I, I I always said like I wanted to kind of you know he was something to aspire to, right? He was. You know, but let's be real, bro. His game. Was <laughs> It's fuck, bro. <laughs> he can't do much. I, but I bet you he averaged 40 points a game playing in a league with a bunch of people his age. That's true. Yeah, the little midi, little mid-range jumper, you know what I mean? Old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Honorary old dude, man. Yeah, we love shout, you, out, man. shout out to Stan, man. We, Stan, much love, bro. man. Hope you're doing well. Old bro. ass Brody, man. Remember mm -hmm. that motherfucker? He was old as dirt, too, out there. Yeah, moving. he moved out to... Uh, Somewhere in the Middle East, um, he's living right now. He turning Muslim? Nah, man. His wife is already like I think she's of descent, so he okay. went over there. He was a you know he had he had deep pockets, so he was able to kind of pack it in and, and move over there. So hopefully everything good with him right now. With all the craziness the going saying, on, over right? There. Huh? You know the old saying, all right? <laughs> There's a lot of old sayings, but I'm sure you're gonna tell me one that I haven't heard. Once you go must, you can't give up the puss. <laughs> must I mean must? I, I I I think. Did you just freestyle that? Yeah, I surely did. <laughs> I got bars. I got bars. You get up bars, bro. I got a slap of the week for you, bro. What you got? 
I gotta slap. And I think you're gonna like this shit, bro, because this shit groovy, bro. And like, bro, it's from Detroit, but it give that that Bayfield, bro. I'm finding these Detroit artists, man. They get that Bayfield. Yeah, Detroit is putting out some some good music these days, man. Uh, a lot of good shit coming out of you know that Michigan area, and uh, you know the Detroit area. So you know, shout out to y'all over there. And shout out to y'all, bro. But uh, bro, named Payroll Giovanni, uh, off his album Giovanni's Way. Um, I think this is the latest album that came out in 2021. But I gotta listen to the discography, bro. He been out since like 2016, 2015. But this this song is called Telling Pay, featuring ISIS. Or ISIS. 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 You feel me? And uh, you you gotta be a savage to have ISIS doing a backup singing for your ass for real, bro. <laughs> All right, you hear the beat, bro? Come on, yeah. Bro. You remember this shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, one love, one love, one love, one love, one love. <laughs> hey. Oh yeah, this does sound like a a, a Bay Area rapper right here. That's what I'm saying, bro. This sounds like some shit that used to be coming out of out of your bedroom at about uh 10:32 when we was already late to a party that started at nine. Hell yeah, <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Motherfuckers out there don't know though. It's gonna be packing before I went out. Uh, hey. I hope y'all gigging out there. I hope y'all gigging out there. You ain't gonna hear shit like this. Out here, SD. Uh, man, I need to be a DJ, bro, so I could get some motherfucking slaps to these motherfuckers out here, bro. Uh. Well, the thing is, they don't like to. Uh, they only play what's uh, currently on the the top ten, top one hundred. Yeah, or the same ass shit as the yeah, fuck. same song over and over again. again. Yeah. Man. How about y'all diversify y'all music? School at I can't wait to get that rich. I'm going to hit a line like that. <laughs> you know I mean? Shit. My house being big as your, the school that you went to. I don't know. Would you want to really live in a house that fucking big? No, but I want that much land, though. <laughs> I'll take the land. But living in a house that goddamn big, I mean, I already live. My house is pretty big, and I'll be saying, I'll be thinking like, damn, this house big, too goddamn big. I can't even imagine having to walk. Or take a goddamn escalator somewhere or some shit. That should be fucking insane, man. That was uh, tell and pay featuring ISIS. That was payroll Giovanni off of Giovanni's way. Looking, man, I want to hear more shit like this out here in San Diego, bruh. I might have to start playing this shit out when I go out to events and stuff. You feel me? Yeah, bro. You 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 toss that on, bruh. You know. Like and then like rip off your your tearaway pants and, and start and start twerking in your little uh thing and say bay across the ass. 
All right, you don't <laughs> you don't went too goddamn far, bro. I was listening to you did that shit. Like how how the girls had juicy on their ass. Yeah. Yo, girls used to wear those pants, and I'd be like, bro, do they butt stink? Oh yeah, you are. You hey, that was the. Th- <laughs> hey, you now you giving away the guy's secret, bro. Hey, when that's how guys think right there, bro. When you ever got something written across your ass like that, man, that's but, how guys think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and if you got rhinestones on your pants and your butt was hard, that was the only thing. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. bro. Hey, man, bro. Hey, let's slap the intro. Yeah, I was about to say, throw this shit off. Hell yeah, bro. Uh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time of the week again. Yes, it is Thursday evening or, or night. It is 9.30 p.m. basically at this time, and this is the Magic Think Tank Podcast. Now, I am Frank, also known as Tank. Hey, I'm Kamal, also known as Magic. And this is episode number 43. Yes, 43 or 42 and a half if you were listening no, last man. week. I made a mistake. <laughs> when I'm wrong, I say that I'm wrong. Last week I was like, it was 41. Frank was right. It was 42. I'm hey, in man. the twilight zone right now. It be like that sometimes, man. You know, yep. sometimes things just run out your brain and escape you. It's not your fault. It's the patriarchy's fault, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yes, man. the patriarchy. Now, we are brought to you, as usual, by Cover City Mechanical Inc., your HVAC heating and air specialist with San Diego, California. Yep! By 777 Clothing on Amazon.com. And last, but certainly not least, the greatest clothing line to drop for the urban streets. Yeah, yes, man. I'm talking about first place loser clothing. Get your high-quality oh. urban garments today yes sir did you see my boys rocking a lovable villain jersey shirt right now you know what i mean hey man so it look this shit look good on me so some of you other motherfuckers it might not ain't gonna look good on you because i'm a handsome looking motherfucker but uh still cop the shit though now it's gonna look great on y'all i was about to say bro you hustling backwards man You hustling backwards like, hey, this shit look good on me, but nigga, don't you buy it. It's going to look terrible on you. You hustling backwards, dog. Now, you're going to look amazing. Oh, my God. You know what? Get yourself a hand if you're freaking watching, if you're listening. You feel me? My beautiful and ugly people all combined. Thank you if you're going to watch it or listen to it. I'm just joshing, y'all. You feel me? You buy my garments. Y'all going to look incredible. Incredible. Man. Absolutely incredible, delectable, edible, all of that. You're yeah. look great. So that make sure incredible. you get the highest quality of garments today. Yeah. Shop right now. Use discount code D's Nuts. Yeah. All right. We're going to be on some goofy shit tonight. And I'll see what we got as our articles and shit. Oh, man. Ooh-wee. I like this. I like this. All right, my man, Magic. Yes, now, sir. I got yes, one sir. motherfucking question for you, bro. What's the question, bro? I just I just want to hear 
you know, and this is this is the spur of the moment. We kind of talked about it last week, and we really didn't jump all the way into it. Oh, before we jump into anything, let me let the people know where they can find us. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that. Hey, yeah, go ahead hey, and do that. For my tubers, man, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell you what to do to get the channel video booming. But for my potters, though, we on Apple Podcasts, we on Google Podcasts, and we on SoundCloud. All you got to do for all platforms is type in the Magic Think Tank or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, we pop right up. And for tubers out there, sub and share. Sub and share. That's not like a sandwich shop, don't it? Hey, that does sound. That's a quite tasty name for for a sandwich shop. If you yeah. got an iPhone, bro, just scroll all the way over and then go to that search bar on top of your phone and just yep. type in the magic thing. Tank, the search bar on top of your phone. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna pop up on your your Apple oh, yeah. Store. It's gonna <laughs> pop up as a Google. It's gonna uh-huh. pop up in many different places because we are appearing every motherfucking where. Now support your boys. Go on, leave a comment, do whatever you gotta do, but yep. don't. Look, look, man. If you got don't fingers, be a weenie, talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time. Talk your look, shit. Look, look, look. Shit. Talk, write your reviews. Yeah, you, man. Even if you want to clown us, we got thick skin. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. Look. Shit. Do what you got to do. Fuck with your boys, cause we fuck with you. You got exactly. something good to say? We fuck with you. You got something bad to say? We fuck with you. Just interact with us, man. Don't yeah. be afraid if you're going to talk your shit, but be, just be prepared to get it back. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shout out to the, Young Reeling hitting Reeling, up with the support. The support. Yeah. We always know, always know that we can count on you and your support every week, but continue to do so for the rest of you motherfuckers out there. Continue to spread the good news and the gospel of the Magic Think Tank podcast. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Yes, sweet baby Black Jesus! Oh, we done lost the subscribers because I said black Jesus instead of Jesus. <laughs> oh, but what you want to what you want to uh uh talk about though? That we, that we I want to know. Practice. I want to know your fondest memory. Okay. Of growing up in the hood. My fondest memory. Your fondest in- memory. It doesn't have to be a great memory. It doesn't have to be something that's awesome, but something that you reach back to is maybe a pivotal moment for you or when you realize something that you carried with you forever or what anything like that so you got any kind of you know story time for your boy oh all right story time i think one pivotal moment when i was growing up in the hood yo and i'm gonna talk about when i was in high school because i got plenty of fucking stories you feel me yeah but in high school i remember one time i was in class and this story I'm about to tell y'all don't even sound believable. Because even when I tell people, they'd be like, what the fuck? Hell no. But I was in class, chilling. It was just a normal day. I think I was in, I think it was, I was in math class. So I was in math class. And this, actually, that's why it don't sound believable. I said high school. I was in middle school. That's why it's even crazier. I was in middle school. It was math class. We was chilling. This girl and this guy got into a freaking argument, right? They mm-hmm. argued. Gang, 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 gang. Gang, 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 gang. Yo, mama, nigga, you's a bitch. Fuck mm-hmm. you. So, just a classic day in yeah. the hood yeah. in middle school. <laughs> so, just a regular, normal day of just <laughs> motherfuckers right. talking shit. Yeah. Regular shit. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm Really? Yeah. You feel me? Story time. Look at those. <laughs> 
So they ain't bickering, blah, blah, blah. You know, in the hood, niggas talking shit. You ain't shit, nigga. Your mama broke and all that shit. So then this dude must have struck a nerve because he said something about, I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said that made her so freaking mad, but she picked up a pencil and stabbed him in the freaking eye. At the Brewer Middle School, shout out to y'all. The moral of the story is, teachers, y'all got to teach better math. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to make <laughs> stabbed in the eye. That's like some kind of, that's some prison shit. That's some hey, God, that, that really does sound like something else on the wire. Like, really does. You know what I mean? Hey, bro. It's basically prison. It's institu- It's an institutional system yeah. that the government in- installed, right? Yeah. The government initially made schools to teach, you know, workers to how to do the bare minimum, basically, yeah. before they entered the work society, before they had an age gap on, like, what age you could work at, right? So that's yeah. why schools were invented. So basically, and they force everybody to go to it. So it basically is a prison for a few hours. You know what I mean? Bro, shit is wild, bro. It's just... That was such a pivotal moment in my life because it taught me that don't underestimate anybody. Because at that moment, I think he underestimated her because she was a, a a a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was like, man, fuck this bitch. I don't give a damn. Turned his back, turned around. Bye, y'all. Stab right in the fucking eye with a pencil. And the thing about it, I don't really like relinquish these stories. You feel me? I don't really tell these stories much. Yeah. The more we talk about this and the more they get to know me and you, people out there are going to be starting to be like, oh, shit, you went through that shit? And they probably get yeah, a better man. understanding why I am the way I am. So, yeah, this is middle school. In the brewer middle school. Shout out to y'all. The shit was fucking many. Like, I just, yeah. Bro, you got, <laughs> what about you, bro? I know you got something for us, bro. Well, you know, since you were on the whole like school theme, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide between a, a couple stories. One involving myself, and one involving um, uh, another student. So uh, Ellie says, "My best friend got stabbed in the hand with a pencil in elementary school. She still has a piece of lead in her hand to this day. But the eye, that's wild. Yeah, that's some wild yeah. ass shit, baby. Wow." Um, Reeland says we had a girl get stabbed by a pencil, and the next week pencil sharpeners were banned. <laughs> what the fuck? That's that's the, going to solve. And then we started bringing razor blades under the tongue. Fizz of <laughs> buck fifties kept folks in line. Hey, motherfuckers, y'all was giving buck fifties over there, bro. Hey, that's Come wild, on, bro. Really, really. <laughs> where'd, uh, where'd you go to high school at again? Did you go to uh, Patrick Henry? Where'd you go? I forget. No, bro. Let us know. I forget. I forget. No, but. uh yeah, so I'm gonna tell tell a story because it's mine. Mine is I'll tell the one that's kind of similar to yours. So, okay, sitting in class, I'm in seventh grade, you know, and I'm in Mrs. John's class in seventh grade, English, my second period class. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Thompson was her name actually, and uh, so you know we're all chilling, and this kid named Mally. Now Mally was in this gang in in D.C. called Rock Creek Park, right? Okay. Uh, y'all heard the song "Doing It in the Dark," Rock Creek Park. Yeah, it's it's after that park in DC. Okay. Um, so um, he was from this gang. Well, you know, What's as as kid, huh? What's the name of the gang? The Rock Creek Park. That was the name of it. Oh, that was, that was the name of the little the little gang they had or whatever. Okay. Um, so we chilling in class, and this kid named Mally, he like I said, he was in the gang, and he just kind of 
you know, he was talking. The teacher, Miss Thompson, was like, "Hey, be quiet." You know, like we're we're trying to learn here. You're you're disturbing in class, disturbing everybody else from learning. And he's like, "Man, shut the fuck up!" Right? Tell her yeah. to shut up. And she's like, "Look, if you keep disturbing my, my class, I'm gonna have to call security on you." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, fuck call security." He said, "I'll whoop security ass too. It don't matter to me." Right? So security in DC schools. I don't know if you you know you guys had that, but we had actual. But it was before school shootings and everything like that. We had cops at our schools already, though. We had them in eighth grade. In eighth grade, start implementing security. So I was still in middle school, so I get that. Yeah. So we're, you know, so she she calls down to the office, office of security, which is a police officer. Yeah. Police officer's like, all right, young man, you know, get up. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. He was like, the the officer was like, hey, I asked you to get up. And he like kind of puts his hand on his shoulder. Yeah. Mally says, if you touch me again, I'm going to fuck you up. Then that's when the officer is like, man, I need you to get up. He put his hand on the shoulder. His shoulder. And Mally's like, all right. He stood up and socked the monkey dog shit out that goddamn police officer, bro. He socked the shit out of that police officer. So uh, the police officer, yeah. like, like he, he like stumbles back a little bit. And then he kind of, he eats it. He went to go and, you know, Mally runs out of the room and chases him. And we're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, it's a wrap. They don't see this nigga again. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. This nigga was in school later that day in seventh period. He's still in fucking school. I'm like, nigga, you can punch a police officer in the face and show up. <laughs> nigga came the next day. Nobody was really fucking with him like that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. wanted to ask him, hey, Mally, like, what happened? So to this day, I really don't know how he was unable to first of all you know not be fucking shot you know but i guess it was it was before that shit was hot right yeah it wasn't trending it wasn't trending trending at that point yeah (laughs) (laughs) kill kill a young black man as a a police officer at that point in time i'm kidding when has that not trended in the united states anyways um i digress well everybody was too afraid to kind of like really ask him what happened because you know like he was just a fucking the gang member in the school in the middle grade, in, in middle school, this nigga was already, he was probably supposed to be like a freshman or sophomore in high school already. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it. you know, nobody really wanted to fuck with him, but that shit just blew my mind because it's like, first of all, you know, you kind of have a, a reverence for somebody that does something like that, right? Like, the, yeah. the size of this nigga's balls just dragging all across this <laughs> middle school. Shout out to McFarland Middle School in D.C. But his balls slide, you know, what you, you once you do that, like, you got your stripes Throughout your whole middle school career, you know exactly. what I mean, For and real. that shit might even hop on into the the high school section as well, because that's not now it's lore. Now it's middle school lore that you coming into it. Like this nigga beat up a police officer, he ain't scared of nobody. Most, you know most high school niggas ain't beating up a police officer or a no. security guard. No, you feel me? No, this that nigga should have been in jail. What was <laughs> Molly? Right, Mally. M a m a l i Mally. Here comes the dad joke. He Mally whopped that. Yeah, yeah, he Mally whopped his head. <laughs> 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 but man, that goes to show you. Look, some motherfuckers they just don't give a fuck too. And that's 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 a scary a scary point, right? When you realize that as well, like, oh, you just really don't care about nothing. Nothing. Like you like there is no line that you're not willing to cross. Not mm-hmm. only being a, a kid arguing with the teacher, that's yeah. one, right? Yeah, that's one. Being yeah. a kid defying an adult, secondly, 
Yep. Being a kid defying a police officer thoroughly and being yep. a kid that punches a fucking police officer in the face after threatening to do so. <laughs> <laughs> See, these stories don't sound believable, but we need to let the people know out there the stories that we have because, like, I feel like we got way more interesting stories than a lot of motherfuckers out here that's getting paid buku bucks to do with the, what we do. And I'm like, bro, we... What? Growing up in the hood is wild, man. It's just like, the reason why, ladies and gentlemen out there, and we're going to clip this, white folks, all right, the reason why black people are the way that we are yeah, is because we come up in situations like that. Terrible fucking situations, right? We grow up around fucking terrible people. Yeah. How do you survive that, right? You survive it with levity. So you survive it by laughing at it, laughing at your own pain, like, you know, uh, Kevin Hart show, Laughing My Pain. Just like that. You're laughing at your own pain and suffering um, and being able to to just look at something and realize, hey, you know what? That's none of my fucking business. Yeah. And then you mind your own fucking business. Yeah, that might man. be new to some of y'all. It might be like a controversial statement to make to mind your fucking business, but that's how you grow up when you grow up in the hood. You you make fun of the shit that's terrible around you, and then you mind your fucking business. Exactly. But that's it. <laughs> man, that shit done changed, bro. A lot of niggas be in everybody else's business, mm-hmm. all types of shit. But well, the, the main like- problem is the reason why people are in other people's business for the most part, it's because people freely give their business away. Like my favorite is yeah. when people post on social media, hey. I'm going through something right now. Don't nobody ask me what I'm going through, but just pray for me. You know what that means to me? They sat on a banana. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I think of something mad ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you sat on the egg, all egg yolk on the pants. It's hard to get out. Yeah. I'm the king of that shit, bro. Don't leave information out because then I'm just going to come up with my own story about what happened to you. And I might spread that story as well. <laughs> Somebody asked me, hey, you heard what happened to this nigga, Charlie? Nah, I didn't hear about that. Then I just make up a story and I say, that's what he was talking about when he posted on Facebook. Don't nobody ask me about it. Yep. He had a banana in his ass <laughs> when he woke up this morning and he didn't know who did it. It was the, it was the nigga in pajamas. Banana, <laughs> pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> I was singing that story to my daughter, and then I realized, bro, I'm washed, bro. Uh, like, uh, she don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm talking about that. Reeling like, says, Reeling says, ghetto, G H E T T O, getting hostile every day, trying to overcome. Uh, keep that backhand strong, Pimpin. Uh, Sarah also says, I went to a white school, so nothing crazy ever happened. So you went, so went to one where they did not have a shooting. That's what I'm about to say. A man. <laughs> that's the only thing. Yeah. That's well, other than the shooting, but it's not too weird, you know. That's one every year. Yeah. Little <laughs> mass shooting. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, that's, nothing too crazy. That's wild that's though. That's wild though. It's like that. Be like the wildest thing that happened at white schools is mass shooting, which is the most craziest thing that can yeah. happen at any school. Because. I went to, I went, you know, high school in Oakland in this very dangerous area, but nobody ever got shot at school. No. High school was like a, a, a safe zone. Yeah. It really yeah, You was. might get your ass beat. Exactly. But you weren't going to get capped. You know what I mean? You're like nobody was really bringing a, a, a weapon to school like that. No. You know what I mean? Maybe a knife or something. 
Yeah, well, somebody might get caught with a banger, but they're not about to use it at school. They no, might they get caught with something somewhere. somewhere yeah. Else. yeah, they might. They might have a class at three forty-five and a shootout at four fifteen somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So exactly, they got to be versatile. They they can't drop the banger off before they got to just carry it with them. Y'all they got to always have it on them and shit. <laughs> but that that was a thing, bro. Like the, the pivotal that growing up in the hood, you had to overcome traumatic situations. Yeah. You had to laugh, like, not laugh at it, but find the comical relief in it because that yeah. shit, shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, everything. Because if you don't, you snap. Ah! You really snap. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what happens to people, though. They really just fucking snap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got you to gotta have those moments of levity where you make fun of shit. And you, it, it makes it a little bit easier to digest. You know what I mean? You're able yeah. to move past it a little bit quicker at that point once you do that. So, mm-hmm. exactly. Man. Yeah, man. Like I said, shout out to McFarland Middle School, man. DC, man. What up, man? Shout, shout out to McFarland Middle School. Let's get an air horns for y'all, bro. <laughs> shout out to End the Board too, man. Air horns for y'all, bro. Damn. Since this is middle school, we get the. I got the wrong drop. <laughs> it's all good, bro. You do what the fuck you want. Ah. Uh... But, the school uh, did have one shooting, LOL, seriously. Did anybody pass away, though? Nobody, did anybody pass away? Hopefully not. But if, remember when it used to be so wild? Like, when Columbine happened, like, that was fucking huge. Yeah, that National was, news, right? Yeah. International news. It was wild. Like, what? Niggas, trench coach mafia? Like, running around, like, with AK shooting, now it's like you hear about a school shoot, you just turn to them like, all right, it's just hey, too, yeah, yeah, it's just you know. Damn, that shit crazy, bro. That's- this is America. Oh my! Don't get me slipping out. Hold on, hold on. Perfect. You need to grow up. This is America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You tell them, Susie. So Sarah said, "No, nobody passed away." So yeah. Okay, that, thank that's a plus, man. That's a plus. But they yeah. did have one shooting. But yeah. we'll go back to the comment before which you said nothing crazy ever happened at a school because they were all white. So yeah. that goes to prove our point that we were talking about. Where they'll just go ahead and over omit the school shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> all for it, man. We having a good time, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. All right, bro. Let's uh <laughs> Let's get into these motherfucking articles. Articles. Yeah. What? Yeah. In a article, bro. Your ass is the day, baby. <laughs> uh, let's actually read your article first, bruh, because I am intrigued. I love it. All right. Get the on. article states, no, moths are racist. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists Aww. officially renamed Gypsy Moth as Spongy Moth because its older moniker was a derogatory term for Romani people. So, we'll we'll just read through the top facts here. So, the Entomological Society of America unanimously voted to adopt the moniker Spongy Moth, 
for the uh, Lamantria de Sparmouth. I'm just going to go with that. Okay. All right. So the organization unanimously voted to adopt the moniker in order to replace its previous name, Gypsy Moth, a term where many people view as derogatory. Okay. The spongy, uh, the spongy name was recommended by a group that had over 50 scientists as well as Romani scholars working on human rights issues. All right. I have a problem with this, but I'll, I'll let you <laughs> Uh-huh. The term gypsy has been widely declared a racist slur against Romani people, an Indo-Aryan ethnic group who mostly live in Europe and in America. Okay. Hmm. Indo-Aryan. I've never heard that uh, that term Indo-Aryan before, so that's that's perfect. Now, Indo-Aryan. Um, first of all, I had no idea that gypsy was a derogatory term for anyone. Actually, I knew it was. I didn't know who it was for, though, because it had always a negative connotation to the shit when, like, you say that term is like connotation. Yeah, that word. Yeah, you got me, got bro. Be Molinese, bro. The Molinese, bro, all day. <laughs> yeah, but like, I knew it was like kind of a derogatory word. I didn't know who it was for. Mm-mm. So I guess it's for Romanians that live in America and uh, Europe. Hmm. Interesting. Just Romanians overall, right? Now, you said that yeah. you had a, a, a issue. So before I get into what I was going to say, you uh, elaborate on your issue and maybe it kind of coincides. All right. My issue, spongy, right? Spongy. Y'all being, y'all being discriminatory towards uh, SpongeBob. Yeah, I really do. I think so. <laughs> you think he like that? No. Hell no. You feel me? Yeah. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all didn't come to my pineapple and discuss with me under to see what the hell's going on with the name. <laughs> All right. Maybe I like the name. Uh, What is the? the Gypsy rest- Moth. Gypsy Moth. That sounds cool. Yeah. That's that why? sounds hot. Why they call it Gypsy Moth though? Because it was in the the area, or they didn't. Like, uh, well, I didn't really go into. The, let's see if they mention it. I'm just gonna scan through here. Give me one okay. moment here. I'll scan through it over here too. Shout out to Gina Martinez for this uh, Daily Mail smutty article. Y'all come with the smut. I love the Daily Mail. I love yeah. it. The times for renamed Gypsy Moth because the moniker is a term Romanian people view as direct. the new mm-hmm. common name for. Spongy Moth, blah, blah, blah. The name, they don't really say. Not that I see. Not that now, I see. When, when I think of the term gypsy, like, I really think of, like, you know, somebody, like, telling my future in a crystal ball, you know, in front of a cart with maybe a few vagabonds behind it, right? Like, that's what I picture, like, oh, yeah, come, come, come Tessa, inside my shanty, and I'm going to tell you your future. You know, that's what I imagine when... <laughs> With- I'm not gonna let you get away with that. <laughs> I'm doing it again, goddammit. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Please do that again. <laughs> wow, that was funny. Come into my tent and I'll tell you your future, young man. So that's that's what I think of when I think of gypsy. Oh I really don't necessarily. I didn't even think there was like a race of people that were like gypsies. I figured a gypsy was just like a nomad, like type of person, you know, a per, yeah. you know, the person that lived out of, you know, out of uh, a V or whatever they call. It. Yeah, that mean that whatever those carts. So they lived out of the carts and they just like traveled around and they did like this mystical shit. You know what I mean? Now it's now it's shopping carts now. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's what I always imagined. So, but I had no idea um, that the term gypsy. So, anybody I've ever called a gypsy, I apologize, and I apologize to the people of Romania for it as well because I had no idea the, the word I was using. But there's a whole alliance that they put together, right? Yeah. To come up with a new name, spongy for for a moth that feelings aren't hurt by this at all obviously right but it was derogatory to a certain group of people and they stopped using it but we still call native americans indians every goddamn day i don't get it what if it was was called gypsy butterfly would they have cared because you know i I think so i i think that i think it doesn't the moniker doesn't necessarily matter i think the term gypsy is what they had a problem with i think the term gypsy is offensive hmm okay Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know either because it's just like not learning this new information, it being derogatory and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, I get it, bro. Because I don't, I don't want a motherfucker out there calling it a, a Negro moth. Hey, what, what, Negro hold on, that's what I was about to say. What if there was a nigger fly? <laughs> like, hey, you see, you see that nigga fly? Oh, come on, he was fly. No, nigga, no, not that nigga fly. The nigga fly, you just let in the goddamn house, man. Close the fucking door. Why? <laughs> oh, he's disrespectful. Mad, lazy. Oh, he's eating no food. You know how they gonna describe a nigga fly? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This nigga always sleeping on my couch. Come in. This nigga, what? This nigga on public house. <laughs> Zing, zing, zing. God damn, bruh. I wouldn't even be mad, though, because I'm black and I'm so used to shit being racist that I would just laugh at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that probably sounds like a compliment. It does. It does. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, <sighs> damn, that nigga fly. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I could see you know I could see a rapper naming that as one of his albums. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure like Manny Fresh or somebody probably already has an album by that name that we've never heard of. <laughs> it's something in the South. Yeah. Shout out to the people in the South, bro. I fucks with y'all, but y'all y'all got your own culture out there for real. <laughs> man, but Sarah says it's a fucking moth, a bug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, bro, but we didn't. We we know. I didn't even know this thing existed, though. I've never seen one in my entire life. Maybe they're very prevalent in Romania, and people are always talking about them. And I, I, I don't, I don't even know why you would name a bug after that and let it be like the, 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 the dominant term for it to be something that's completely out of line. Yeah, um, like but, black bear. I don't think I don't think we should call it a different name. I'm offended. <laughs> oh yeah, the black bear, black, black cats. Bear. I don't want to hear a black cat black walking cat. by me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, look, look, I don't want I don't want to see no black panther posters nowhere. Nope. <laughs> we are protesting. We marching the streets. <laughs> Shit. Actually, and it's gonna go just like every other black protest. Nobody's gonna give a fuck. <laughs> nope. Not, don't care at all. They're gonna be like, whatever. They're marching again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What these niggas? What these niggas gonna destroy this time, man? <laughs> Jimbo. Oh, shit. Hey, like Hank Hill. Propane, propane accessories. Only thing I care about. These damn protesters giving me a goddamn heart attack. Hey, yeah, you. Hey, look. Protest and protest accessories might be something really to sell right now. Protest and protest. All protests happen around the world. Yeah. Anyways, my my boy, what you got for me? Oh man, got a juicy article for you here. Booyah! Girl Scouts are facing more harassment than ever. Said parents and scouts. All right, so when I read this, right last time I read, last time I came in contact with Girl Scouts, they were harassing me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Buy these cookies. Buy these. Co- I don't want to buy no fucking cookies. All right. How many fucking tagalogs you expect me to eat? They were on your ass. <laughs> they be on your ass, bro. They be they're on like, your cheeks. Hey, they're like them people that be like with the red shirts at the mall to save the uh save the animals. <laughs> save the whales. Yeah. Save the whales. <laughs> oh, we can't take cash, but we can take your credit card information. <laughs> Fuck out of here, scammer. <laughs> you using whales to scam? Fuck out of here, trying. Oh, you, you ain't got a credit card or cash right now, but that's cool. We could take your shoes. Yeah. We could take that as a donation. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck, man. Now, so let's but, go in. What's it saying? What are they talking about? I, okay, before I get into it, though, the first thing I wanted to, I was, I was like, more harassment? I'm like, Girl Scout, they face harassment? I, I, like, I had no idea this was a thing, or I would have been harassing them, too. <laughs> he doesn't mean it, people. He doesn't mean it. Or do I? <laughs> oh my God. It is by Manuel Lopez Restrepo. Cool Restrepo. Restrepo. Oh. <laughs> Restrepo. Hey, it's all good, my oh, brother. Man. Oh my God. These. Hey, them them men spores be fired. Oh, you right, Sarah. They do be fired, though. This is why they getting harassed because them cookies is like crack. Y'all selling nah. crack to the people. No, nah, they got I can tell you right now why they get harassed. Pull that picture back up. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Why they get harassed? Pull that picture back up. Why they getting harassed? Do you notice something going on with every single one of those? Yeah. Uh interracial communication. Oh, I noticed that. Except for, mm-hmm. except for this one right here. Well, the black person was probably hitting them. That is cut them out. Oh, right you know there. Whoop, 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 whoopers. I was about to say that first one. We might not be able to see a black person because they might be hanging that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. You can't. You can't. <laughs> little girls. Oh, God. Hey, my bad. My... <clears throat> oh, my goodness. See, see what happens when you do bad and evil. You get cut out. The robots is after Frank. <laughs> I see it. Oh, hey, man. my bad, man. My bad. They put you on timeout. Yeah, buddy. they put me. That put me on a, on a five second timeout. I promise I won't do it again in the next minute. Yeah, <laughs> but let me read some of this though, bro. All right, Sigh. this bullshit. Uh, although many door to door sales tech. Techniques have been left in the past. The long-running tradition of Girl Scouts serving their communities has remained strong, even as we enter another year of the pandemic. The Patty. iconic, yes, 
Yes. Did you need me to stop? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, the I, I want to hear what this is about. Extracurricular for young girls have long been viewed as an opportunity for learning leadership, organization, and teamwork as different troops work to sell cookies in order to fund their own activities. Sound now, like, a, it sound like, sound like some drug moves to me. Yeah, it sounds like some drug moves to me. Anytime you use the word to fund, <laughs> when you say somebody's yeah. funding activities, that definitely sounds like to no, 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 but, but go ahead, continue to read, man. I, I, I wanna, talk. Uh, yeah. All right, let's read some more. In tandem with the way things have been going, however, parents, group organizers, and scouts themselves are reporting record levels of, of harassment during their sales. According to a piece published by Insider last week, parents say the scouts who can, who can range between the age Ages of five and sixteen years old. I ain't never seen a sixteen-year-old girl scout. I ain't never seen it. Anyways, go ahead. Imagine it's like what the fuck? What are you doing here? What are you doing? I'm not buying anything from you. What are you fucking doing here? That's nigga. You're supposed to be at work. That's why harassment going up. The sixteen-year-old girls harassing the other little girls. Probably whooping their asses. Yeah, don't get off my block. Sarah. Don't you ever say nothing, Sarah. <laughs> this is an organization. This is why the drug organization. The 16-year-olds is whooping their ass and like they selling weight through the box. <laughs> this is a hit piece released by the Boy Scouts releases. <laughs> <laughs> the Boy Scouts coming. <laughs> yeah, they trying to smear their name away from the, uh, the sexual Yeah, man. <laughs> They trying to get the heat off of them. Like, all right, we're gonna put a scandal on the Girl Scouts now. <laughs> Shit, they doing too well over there. Yeah, man, these bitches—they selling crack over there. Some, some, we gotta tell them something. <laughs> oh man, bro, let me read some more, bro. All right, yes. Yeah, oh my god, we gonna come. We gonna come back to this in a little bit. A uh, six-year-old have been a subject to a litany of grievances from customers. Oh, grievances. Grievances. Oh, y'all left that out the top. The supposed poor nutritional content of the cookies being so contrary to certain ingredients like palm oil, the price, and even a long debunked conspiracy that links the Girl Scout organization to Planned Parenthood. It is the Republicans. The Republicans are harassing the Girl Scouts. That's what this article says. White supremacy is going too far. Well, little white girls can't traipse around the streets of the ghetto and sell their their Girl Scout cookies for an exorbitant price, should I say? Exorbitant oh price, ten dollars for a box of motherfucking oopsie doopsies or whatever the fuck they be selling out there. <laughs> Lucy Lossie. Oh my God, Honolulu Heliwees. <laughs> All right, this is this is getting too fucking out of hand, man. If oh you're harassing, God. if you're harassing people. So this is what it says. It says this, I'm gonna break it down for you. I'm gonna make this very simple. Hold on, hold on. Before you do it though, we're gonna play it before you even break the code. We're gonna do it pre pre code. I'm not breaking no codes. I'm literally just explaining to people how fucking ridiculous this is. Okay. So people are going up because typically the Girl Scouts are in booths now, right? They don't really do the door to door thing, they set up booths places. Booths so, in front of grocery stores. Yeah, exactly. A booth in front of a grocery store, in front of a gas station, or something like that. So they set these booths up. People walk over to the booths, 
Hey, I want to buy this in this box of cookies. They say, sure, I can provide you with those cookies. Which ones would you like? They mark on the piece of paper. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's have fun with this. I'll I'll pretend I'm the Girl Scout and you pretend you're a customer. Let's go. You walk over. (laughs) So so I walk over and I'm like, hey, I'd like to buy some Girl Scout cookies. Nope. That's not what they do. This will happen. You actually walk past them. Hey! Hey! Did you not see us here? We got cookies. They really don't have, like, lately the ones I've been seeing at least don't have their harassing ways like they used to. Like, now they just kind of chill because I think that they've created the customer want now, right? Like, Frank Lucas, when he was, when he started out in the crack game, like, at first he had to put the moniker, the name on on Blue Magic, but then it sold itself. You know what I'm saying? That's why he just wanted his name on it. And then after that, he said, because he knew his product was good. It wasn't stepped on. So that's the same thing with these Girl Scout cookies. They know their shit is good. It's not stepped on, you know? And there's nobody really that compete because they got the proprietary recipe for yep. these cookies, right? Mm-hmm. So people will go to them again. Say I want to buy said cookie. Said cookie is purchased. Said cookie is then delivered to customer. Customer receives cookie. Yep. Customer says, this is a cookie. Why is it not healthy? And they get angry. When they realize that cookie's not healthy, and then they go back to said grocery store and then harass the people that are selling them, or harass them. I mean, obviously, because sometimes they're they're depending on where you live. Sometimes they just get delivered through traditional mail. Sometimes they'll actually come and deliver it to them. That's what I'm thinking happened. These girl girls walk up. Here's the cookie you ordered, Mrs. Baker, and Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Baker with her Trump flag flying out front says, Baker, "You look. Wait a minute. Is this wait a Negro girl?" <laughs> What's in these cookies, damn it? That's a Negro little girl. I don't trust the Negroes. That's a, that's a little Negro. She's Spanish, right? That's how they be. That's what happened. That's the grandma, fucking 80 years old, still having her racist ways. See that the Girl Scouts are multicultural. Now she's harassing them. Get them out. I remember when it was just all white little girls and they used to sell me my Thin Mints. Now look at this. Damn. <laughs> Bro, it's a goddamn tragedy what we've turned into as a country. When yeah. a Girl Scout cookies can't sell you the most unhealthy treats that you could possibly buy, and then you get them after they sell them to you and complain about palm oil. That's crazy. Are we being too woke? Is this being too woke? I think we're just being too like fucking not dumbass American. Because the dumbass American way is just to fucking just complain about everything, and it is oh, you need to be healthy, but you're not. I mean, are you fucking calling the people at Hot Cheetos and telling them, "Hey, your shit's not fucking healthy enough for me to eat"? No, you're just not buying them, not consuming them if you don't like, if you wouldn't like to. So yeah. for you to harass an eight year old who's just dropping you off your dandy doodles at your front door, you should be ashamed of your fucking self. You know why else they should be ashamed of themselves? Because these be the same motherfucker. That, that's why I be having a gripe with sometimes the people that be trying to be ultra healthy. Because these be the same motherfuckers that be doing that nose candy. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Don't motherfuckers, know what? Motherfuckers will, will close the door after yelling at them for selling them some unhealthy shit and immediately do crystal meth. Yep. Or immediately do crystal meth. Right? <laughs> you be like... These cookies are unhealthy. Walk <laughs> away. You be, I'll be like, excuse me. You worried about what's 
what's in a Girl Scout <laughs> plum cookies, and you just did a rail of meth with a side of snow candy. I don't understand. I ne- I just don't get it. Yeah, bruh, listen. It's not about logic anymore. It's about your ability to ascertain whether or not you would argue or not. That's it. That's it. I mean, literally, because you can have a problem with anything, right? Like, yeah, you can literally just make a problem about anything. And we're at that point. We're so comfortable as a people, as a species, that we pick this kind of shit to argue about. Yeah, and it's fucking idiotic. It's like, bro, it's a waste. Really, it's great for us. Great story, so we could get us a comical relief. But this really a waste of fucking time. It really is. It was a waste of a right, first of all. So whatever that writer was doing, it like I don't know what who he was talking to, like how this story even came across his desk, yeah, or her desk, um, for them to even write this story. First of all, right, just shows you the state of of where we're at. You know the times that we're in right now, right? Yeah, like that goddamn boy, Emmanuel Lopez. Come on, man. Oh my you God. provided us with some comic comic relief for this um this pod, but you gotta do better, my brother. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta pick some better. I mean, hopefully the editor didn't just slap this on your desk and like, hey, make it funny or make it good. You know what I mean? Hopefully they didn't do that. That could have happened because the salon is like a gossipy type of fucking article piece anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I could see somebody be like, Girl Scout cookies, harassment, go. You're like, uh what? Reeland says, drugs are cheaper than them cookies, though. Four boxes equals an eighth of mid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know it's wild when we correlate Girl Scout cookies to drugs. <laughs> yeah. Listen, bro. You can get a dime bag for, for the same amount you can get them cookies for. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's true. I, I, I don't even know how to distribute it anymore, but listen. <laughs> hey, man. Y'all got to do better price-wise, especially with the price of gas these days. Niggas ain't got that extra coin. I just paid $5.50 to put a gallon of gas in my goddamn car. You kidding me? And then I see people on on TikTok complaining about their gas being $3.19. Hey, you know what's wild? Niggas going to start sucking dick for gas. (laughs) The fact that you bought that up means you think about it already, and it makes me really uncomfortable. I need to get the. I need to get the. I need to get the can, you, can you spare me a dollar? I need to get a gallon of gas. I need five dollars. Oh, I ain't got it. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> like, for a gallon of unleaded 87. <laughs> Inflation, the motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Oh, man. Hey, man, but listen. Y'all yeah. got to do better on them prices, Girl Scouts. I, yeah, I mean, because they've only become more and more expensive. I know, I know, Reeland says they're adjusting for inflation, but they need to yeah. adjust for niggas being broke, <laughs> right? Make Girl. that adjustment because, regardless of where inflation stands, niggas is broke these days. I know that social media tells you something completely different, but with the price of everything the way it is right now and it only going up due to the fact that inflation is increasing. Yep, niggas gonna be broke and they ain't gonna be able to to to, to spare that extra you know ten dollars for uh, three tagalongs. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't it ain't gonna happen. Or then some dipsy dos or whatever the fuck they go. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Tipsy Totley, <laughs> Those cookie names and shit, bro. Oh my god, bro. Well, let's hop. Into, let's hop into the. Uh, hold on. What's Sarah say real quick? I, I just searched the Girl Scout cookie so year round and it said yes you could 
so you, you can so you you don't have to go to through a thin mint withdrawal thin mint withdrawal people be going but that's part of the allure right like the whole experience like with the girls like just going online just feels so cheap it feels like it cheapens the process for me like i'd rather wait for a little booger nose kid to come to me and ask me if i want to buy some cookies you know what i mean i feel yeah. and i feel like i'm actually doing something those smiley faces on the website don't do much for me you know mm-hmm. When I'm actually handing money over to the child, I feel like, okay, this is going to help you in your future, little Susie. You know, yeah. now now you can overcome your mom smoking crack for the first 13 years of your life. Now I'll, I'll pay $12 for two boxes of cookies or whatever, right? <laughs> you took it there. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And look at this. We're bringing the world together. Sarah, you're my homie. Googling my order right now, Reeland. Yeah, it out. Man, Hancock <laughs> bringing the world together. This is what we do. Show me air horn. Show me. All right. Uh, on this next segment, this actually kind of divided the world. Some of the things that we saw. And I wanted to touch on this. But Oh, I mess. I do that every week, once a week. I mean, you can't just stop on. I wanted to. I wanted to touch on this, and then you just stop talking. Like, come on, bro. Look at this, bro. (laughs) Young, young man. Stockings. Yes. Have you seen this, Frank? No, I have not. Click on that picture. Hold on. Let me click on it. Let me uh, let me uh, get closer, Frank. Sister May, let's go and get the grease and rub it on my legs. And and then get the stockings, cut them below the knee. And then I'm going to have a black wife beat on and I'm going to show this taco meat. (laughs) What's he trying to be a baddie? What the hell is wrong with bruh? Then then he got the the colonial 12s on his feet right now. Look like he got a Civil War to fight at 415. Uh, these, are, these are the same shoes Amish people wear, bro. When, bro, when Amish chick trying to be bad, she's like, bro, there's one too many buckles on them shoes. Bro, there's a two buckle maximum on shoes. Any more than two buckles on your shoes, nigga, you go directly to jail right now. Not even leprechauns have that many fucking buckles on their shoes, goddammit. Man's got a Man's got a choker and a do rag on. Like, what is going on? Not after the tattoo, bro. He don't got a choker. It's just a taco meat from his neck. Make it oh. look like he got a choker on. Oh, this nigga an airbender, bro. Look at him. What's going on, bro? Is, hey. that the air, is that the airbender sign on his? I think that really is, though. What is this? Right there. I don't bro. know, bro. <laughs> but uh, I want. Look at man. How do you feel about this? Because this was very divisive among about a lot of people. Well, but you know where I stand no, with no, it. No, no. Uh, black men, most of them were saying that this was like <laughs> this was. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Really? Don't don't hate. Hate. You're trying to get, trying to get chose. <laughs> Okay, Reeling, come on. You're man. right, dog. You're hey, right. My man's trying to get chosen by another species of animal. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that, man. But go ahead, my brother. But, not, but black men were saying that, oh, this is what they do to black men in Hollywood when they get to a certain position. They try to take away our masculinity. They try to make us look feminine. They try to fuck up our image. 
And then on the other side, it was the whole thing with like, oh, well, it's his choice. Like, let him live. Let him do what he wants. Oh, all power to you. I see you doing your thing. And it, it was it was that. The artists, the artists have more control than ever right now. Yes. They have more leverage than ever. So if that man was uncomfortable with that, he wouldn't have done it. Exactly. Because that's where we are in entertainment now. It used to be like that, right? It's like, okay, the the you know, people you never see um are in control of Hollywood, you know, the shadow Hollywood government are and they make you do these things or you won't be a part of Hollywood anymore. Exactly. That was the common conception like back in like you know 70s, 80s, 90s, but it's not like that anymore. No. So this man chose to do that. And I really don't give a fuck that he chose to do it. I really don't. Now, can he be roasted? Absolutely. Roast the shit out of him because whenever you get on any kind of magazine or any type of, you know, in, in front of any type of people, they have the right to do that, right? Yeah. They but, have okay. the right to roast your ass. And that was, so people are saying, and they're specifically saying black men, that's a problem with us roasting him. Why is that that's a problem? Another, it, personally, I don't know why it's a problem. We roast everybody. Black people are equal opportunity. If that was a white man, the black people would be roasting the shit out of him. If he was Asian, the black people would be roasting the shit out of him. Why? We can rewind back to what I said earlier. When I said, when you grow up in the hood, you got to make fun of shit. And when you continuously make fun of shit, you become pretty good at it. So you continue to do it. I want to put this on the light. We're good at roasting motherfuckers, right? As black people and shit like that. People forget, though, all races do that shit. Yeah. The majority we're just the funniest ones with it. it. You feel me? We're, we're but, just the funniest with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're my, just good at it. <laughs> but my thing is this. If it was a white dude dressing just like that, white man would be roasting this motherfucker too. Yeah. It just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be publicized or it wouldn't yeah. be an argument about it. So, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to come off as, as, as like being too controversial, but since we're here, we're here. Fucking no, like, let's get some controversy, bro. No, I just think that's that's shit. That's a, a problem to me. The fact that they don't think that everybody else would be doing the same thing. First of all, like you said, right? So everybody else would be doing the same thing, and black people in general, like I said are funny. We grew up that way. So we're going to continue to make jokes. We're going to continue to, to, to bring levity to situations. And we're going to continue to clown motherfuckers because that's what we do. There's always going to be this sect of people that, sect of black people that are going to get on the internet and fucking complain about what we do as a black culture. Like, But then out the other side of their mouth, they'll be like, oh, but we're not all one. Black people come and are all different. But then you're saying that we have to follow your same standard that you created. Yeah. For black people to do. For black men to do. I don't give a fuck because I know that we're not a monolith, right? All yeah. black people are different. Some people exactly. are going to be comfortable with this shit. Some people are going to be comfortable. Some people are going to think it's funny. Some people are not going to think it's funny. Some people are going to get offended by it. Whatever. I understand that. 
we're we're no different than any other people on this planet when it comes to our existence. The thing is, here in America, we have this thing where we have to fight constantly, inner bicker in between us, and we make it a bigger deal than it has to fucking be. Let people get their jokes off and move the fuck on. Yeah, and it's like, it, bro, we're not uncomfortable with this nigga wearing a fucking skirt and the goddamn heels all the way up. Nigga, they was doing that in the 80s. Prince? Yeah. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey, what's his name? Mickey Free, Free, yeah, yeah Mickey Free, your wifey, yeah, nigga, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> this nigga right here, nah, but I'm saying, niggas been niggas been dressing like that, bro, but they got clown too, bro. We we just clown, bro. That's how it is, bro. I mean, to a, to a certain extent, and I get where people drew that conclusion from so like really was talking about he said big mama's house tyler perry etc gotta wear just and faux yiddies to get that crossover check so that's how people see it ever since dave Chappelle made a a, a big deal about it right because he said he did not want to wear a dress yeah and they were really trying to force him into a dress yeah uh, i think he was on oprah when he said that shit or something so that's why it became like this big thing and and, and this is what a lot of people hang their hats on that right yeah but like i said the artists now have all the control. Yeah, they do. You you think that man went to that photo shoot and had no idea what the fuck was going on, and no. they just randomly snapped a picture of him? So this is why another reason why we know he knew what was going to go on. You know why? Because it was for a magazine called Replica. Look how Replica have niggas dress. Look, them is high uh-huh. heels. I've, yeah. I've never even heard of this magazine before. Me neither. But look how they have it, bro. Look at this. Oh yeah, bro. What kind of magazine is this? I don't. I have no idea. Look at this. Replica Man Magazine, fashion, arts, ideas, and music. They gonna have you dressed like a woman. Yeah, so it's like a, a artsy fartsy type of magazine that I've I just saw that a ton of celebrities have done, and they all seem to be dressed differently from how they normally dress. So he fully understood going over like he's like that that man. Had, I don't know who that was, but he had on heels. I don't know any of them, but they, it looked I like saw, they all got their uh, clothes from the women's section of a thrift yeah, store. Yeah, my my man's from uh, the little black dude from Stranger Things. I saw him on there. He had a little crop top on. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Bless you. So it just it, it just seems like. That's the norm for the magazine. So exactly. I don't have a problem with it. Exactly. I I just wanted to bring this up because this is one of the things we saw. And I, I, I want to start bringing in more topics where black people are discussing and kind of be like, uh, give our point and view on it. But not only that, it's like, bro, we got to stop with the buffoonery, bro. We got to start calling out the buffoonery. And that's I mean, what... Like I said, man, just celebrate. If you don't have a problem with it, what he did, then just celebrate it. If you don't, if you have a problem with what he did, then you might be an asshole. And if you don't give a shit about it, then don't talk about it. Like yeah. you know, it's it, 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 it's very simple. You're you're all. I don't care what you post. I don't care what gets posted. There's gonna be somebody that flames that shit. No matter fucking what, bruh. No matter what, I don't care what it is. Like I said, Jesus could come back today and walk down the street, and they'd be like, "Boy, if you don't get your white out chairs wearing ass up out of here," you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers is gonna roast them. That's okay. just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we function as a society. Yeah. Somebody's and, and with the with the advent of social media, you know, 
more people have more access to shit and you get to see other things that people are posting and saying more often and you can draw whatever conclusion from that you want. Exactly. And people need to stop grouping all black males as we seeing this uh Stanfield dressing like a woman and we crest we questioning bro masculinity, bro. Questioning I'm not questioning bro masculinity. You feel me? Yeah, no. <laughs> so that be the that be the thing, man, with uh with me when it comes to this, man. This shit, this shit is wild, bro. Yeah, look, it is. It's it's a it's a it's a wild thing, but um the 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 whole outfit, obviously, you can sit up there and roast it, but I don't really give a fuck what nobody wears. I would hang out with the nigga. I would go out with the nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if we were in a group of motherfuckers going out, we all go out have fun, but I'm gonna roast this nigga the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how we function. For real, the best homies, the people you know who are the closest are the people you talk the most shit about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you don't get that, then you probably didn't grow up in the hood. Just because you black don't mean you grew up in the hood. So if you didn't have a problem with those, if you have a problem with motherfuckers getting roasted, then you probably grew up in an area where people didn't talk a lot of shit. Or they talked all the shit about you. One or the other. And I think the <laughs> craziest thing to me is more of Lakeith Stanfield ain't said a goddamn thing about it. Yeah, because he don't give a fuck. Yeah, kind of like, uh, whatever. He's like, yeah, whatever. Give me the check, man. I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rich, bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? new, new season of ATL about to come out. That's all he worried about. You know what I mean? Yeah, For real, bro. Man. But yeah, shout out to Lakeith Stanfield, bro. Yeah, shout out to Lakeith, to Lakeith man. Stop action. wearing shout that wacky ass. Calm it down. Yeah, my nigga got range, bro. My nigga got range. Got hella range. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Ponder man. What's I up, got... man? Do you have a so, ponder? I mean, look, I just got I got one thing for you today. Man. Okay, just, one ponder. Uh. Just just one thing. And it's not even really, I don't know if you can necessarily call it a ponder, but I was pondering it as I was doing. But so I was looking in the mirror, right? Okay. And I was like, nigga, you can never buy a mirror that hasn't already been used. Damn. Great point. Cause you gotta build it. The builder is gonna use it to see themselves in it to see if it is, you know, reflection. So every work. mirror you've ever bought, if you bought one, is a used mirror. So should we ask for a discount since it's used? I mean, I think you should. I think the next time you go to buy a mirror magic, you should be like this shit is used, and they're gonna be like, "How has it been used? Who the fuck? Who built this? You <laughs> you could just really go into this." You know what I mean? Nobody's ever explained this to us before. Like, why nobody oh. having these conversations with us as adults that we can get discounts for our mirror purchases by stating that they've all been used? I almost started doing that. Next time I bought a mirror. <laughs> hey, it's been used. I want a discount. <laughs> they were like, sir, sir, geez. I'm like, bro, like you said, bro. Hey, you break up, you bring up a great point though. Cause no, hey, no mirror is ever new. No mirrors new. They're all pre-owned, pre-mirrored, pre-used. Damn. And that is your ponder man thought of the day. What was you looking at? A mirror and thought about it? You saw a smudge on the mirror? Nah, just randomly, bro. You know, you know, you know how the mind works. You just like, why the fuck I'm thinking about that? <laughs> I have a few of those thoughts every week that I'm like, what how did I get here? They're like, how did we get here? How did we get here? Mirror talk. That yeah, like 
Voom to die. What the fuck is that? It's a bot. Jacqueline <laughs> body bot. Shout out to the bots out there, man. Shout out to the bodies. You know what I mean? <laughs> out here. Hey, man. So, I got a lie for y'all. And it's a little bit more introspective. Uh, I was watching The Genius last episode. Okay. And it had me think of a question. And, you know, the question is basically, when it comes to relationships, when do you say you want the relationship to work and when do you want to be right? Because the reason why I thought of this because his cameraman, Cody, was filming him. And then once he start, Kanye started getting kind of famous and started, you know, doing his thing and shit like that, he kind of was kind of booing Cody a little bit. And Cody had every right to be mad at bro and being like, man, fuck this motherfucker. He ain't about shit. Da-da. But instead, he kept rocking and was like, you know, this is my friend. I know you're in the wrong, but I'm still a rock with him. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like, it's a tough line to kind of. So what wind up happening with him? Cody stuck with him. He, he He's still with uh, Kanye right now, shooting, shooting the doc and stuff like that. So it make you think it's like. When is like when do you be like, all right, I'm right about this, gotta cut this friendship off, or be like, you know what, I want to keep. Can you can you actually be be right and keep the relationship going? Is I it, is that, it ever, um... ever possible? Or you have to, no matter what, you have to be like, all right, I'm gonna have to. I, I could be right, but I want the relationship to keep going because I know this would cause some riffraff. Yeah. So so I think that. It's 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 all in the potential you see. Okay. Whether it be in a friend, in a significant other, in a family member, even, or you know, in a professional relationship. It's all about the potential, right? So yeah. if if I think that somebody is worth fighting for, then I'll do that, right? So you you'll fight for them. Meaning that maybe you'll put up with a little bit more, right? You'll okay. struggle with things internally. You'll work things out internally so that you can see the buds of that friendship or of that relationship or of that professional relationship. So you're willing to put up with a little bit more. It's just like I would liken it to um, maybe it's like, okay, how long do you hang on to um, a, a dream of playing basketball, right? Okay. Do you just be like, all right, the, the first you know time some some crazy shit happens, maybe you you know you're playing overseas, and some some crazy happen, you don't get playing time, and you could easily quit at that point, right? Yeah, but you know where your talent lies, and you understand that your talent can get you to the NBA, right? Okay, uh huh. So you're willing to put up with a little bit more in your experience to make it there because you know the grass is greener and what the potential is for you with the talent that you have. Okay. But if you've come to the realization that you're not good enough, then you're going to put up with less. Cause you're like, well, this is probably the furthest I'm going to make it like right here and ain't shit else going to happen. And I could probably do some old other shit and make the same amount of money. So whatever. 
You know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. think that it depends on what you think that you can get out of that relationship. Um, whether it be, you know, a marriage and a long, happy life, whether it be a lifelong friendship or whether it be prosperity monetarily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I understand that. That's a, that's actually a really good answer. Yeah. In my opinion, you know, I, <clears throat> I look at it like that too, the potential in the relationship, but I also look at, well, cause usually when it's, it's when you think you're right or when you think you're wrong and stuff like that, it usually becomes, it's due to some type of conflict. Yeah. You know? One is more of how to, do we as a, you know, relationship or friendship, or whatever, how do we deal with conflict resolution between us? Then it's also, okay, am I specifying something within a relationship that is irking me or something like that, and we address it, and you keep doing the same shit? Yeah. Then it's kind of like, all right, I was right the first time. I'm just like, all right, cool. I, I know I'm right, but I want to keep the relationship going. But if it's the same exact shit over and over again, then it's kind of like, all right, I'm I'm cutting it off. Yeah. Got to. But it's just like like you said, I mean, like I said, though, that depends on the potential. It depends on our past. Right. Because you're willing to put up with more from me than you would be willing to put up with somebody that you've only known for like a year. But the reason why I will put up more with you is because the way our relationship is exactly that's what i'm saying how we interact and i Mm -hmm. know that for the most part like if we do have a grievances in our relationship you're gonna you're not gonna do the same thing over and over that irks me and vice versa so but if you come to an understanding though that you know some people like kanye if you're his friend you got to understand that this nigga's going to be like wilding out sometimes. You got, yeah. you have to, you, if you've said, okay, this is my brother. You know what I mean? I've made, I put the stamp on him. This is my brother right here. Right. Yeah. If you said that, then you recognize him. And if you see him as the person who he actually is, you have to take the fact that he's not completely stable mentally. And he's going to do some fuck shit from time to time. Time out. Can I cut you off? Yeah, don't let me cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. That's funny that you said that because have you seen episode three? I don't know. I, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the show at all yet. That's exactly what his friend Cody said. Exactly what you just said. That's exactly what he was saying, and that's why he kept. That's why the whole right and wrong thing. He he did that. That's wild that yeah. you said that shit. Yeah, that was like spot on. Yeah, I mean, I I could understand it because you you what if you see a person for who they are. Like really, really, who they are at the root of them, and you understand that person, you know them, you know what they come with, you know what you're gonna have to deal with when when you are with that person, you know what I mean? And so, you know, you let that shit slide because that's you know that's your friend. I mean, I know I'm gonna have to put up with some shit from X or Y or Z. I know what I'm gonna get from each party, and if I've committed to saying that you're my friend for lifelong, then I'll, I'm I'm willing to put up with more from you because I know that you have, you know, all your faculties aren't necessarily there mentally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, man. That is crazy. You said that though, because that's exactly what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah, man. More people need to think like that though. A lot of people don't think like that. Well, a lot of people are only in most relationships 
um, for what they can get from him. Yeah. And not necessarily for the actual, to actually see the person, to actually know that. You understand what I say, like, when I say, like, you see them, right? Yeah, like, I get you. You, you intimately, oh, I... like, understand and know that person and all their quirks and everything. Like, you see their soul, their essence of the person, who they are. Yeah. And and you understand them completely. Then you, you know, you, you're willing to, to look the other way when some shit happens. And you might not, that same exact thing that somebody else might do, you fuck them up for that shit. Yeah. Because you know this person and, and, and you know what their struggles are. You're willing to overlook those things. So you're, so obviously professionally, you, you can still, you know, go a long way and you can make sure you're still watching that person's back. Mm-hmm. But all you know, you know, fr- friendship wise as well, that you know your your relationship doesn't completely fracture over something that was a a, a passionate moment type thing. Because Kanye is a very passionate person, so everything that he sa- you can't really take the things that he says to face value when he says them because he speaks from his the cuff all the time, right? Yeah, he's always living right now in the moment. This is what I mean right now. I might not mean it two minutes later, but right now, this is what I mean. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got all the answers, Sway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sway was about to whoop that man's ass, too. Excuse me? Sway, I am Sway, the answer, goddammit. Sway told this thing. Sway, Sway was like, hey, bro, hold on, man. We can cut all of this shit off right now if you got a problem. Like, this nigga, yeah. so I never seen Sway break down like that, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, ain't Sway from Oakland, right? I swear Sway from, like, I'm not area. sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Ellie yeah. says, do you think that he stuck with him for the friendship or for the money, I think that it may have been a little bit of both, right? Yeah, um, yeah because you I mean you see the potential in that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You see, you, I mean, well, in his career, and I don't even know where episode three, I don't even know where they were at that point, but maybe there was nothing to see, but you believed in them, right? Yeah, so if you be- really, really believe in somebody and their talent when you see it, then. You stick with him. Yeah, you know, there's potential. I don't think that anybody could, you know, could have looked at him back then though and be like, oh, he, this he's gonna be this in 2022. He's he's gonna be like a mega a megalostar, like but see, that's the wild thing. That's why I think is for friendship instead of money. He's been knowing Kanye since he was 18. Yeah, he was talking when he was having his channel zero, he was like, Yeah, man, he's about to be a star. Da-da-da. Him and Kanye Mama, probably the only two. Yeah. The beginning was like nah something about bro because Cody could have went off and did some other shit, especially after he I did hope it. He took care he, of him. He 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 most definitely did. Hell yeah, he got to. He got to. I hope he but, did. I mean, <laughs> we don't but, know. <laughs> I hope well, he did. It was like this nigga did his spaceship video. Remember uh Kanye West spaceship mm-hmm. video? And then he did the um he did uh he did another video. I think he did Jesus Walk, but I could be wrong. But he did them two videos, which was fire. Cody could have went to other artists and overcharged them for videos and be like, "All right, I'm, I'm ain't really trying to deal yeah. with Kanye." But he didn't, though. He didn't. So I think it, it was a little bit of both. You feel me? It it was more friendship, but that money, you know, kind of, you know, helped out too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a, a balance of the two, or maybe Cody's just a solid ass motherfucker, man, and he just. He, he doesn't have, like, some people that don't have, like, a lot of people in their lives, you know what I mean, have, like, a, you know, like me, like, I don't, I don't have, like, a, uh, I know a lot of people, obviously, but I don't have a lot of people I really consider friends, right? Yeah. And the people I consider friends, I hold closely, 
Yeah. I mean, our audience are friends. Friends and family. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Man. but I'm not inviting these motherfuckers over for, for, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. You know what I mean? Like got, just, right. we got boundaries. <laughs> you know what I mean? So 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 there's there's a there's a difference between you know good friends and associates, you know, slash friends that you say what's up to, hang out with in peace. Certain people are friends and certain friends is family. And uh, you know what I mean? I, I honestly believe um you know, the family are the people you choose. I, I don't necessarily believe in in just because somebody's your blood that they have to be, you know, family. Sure, you have those people. Yeah. But you choose your, you, you can still choose your, once you're here, there's, there's no allegiance. You don't have to stick around with these motherfuckers. Like, you can just be Hell like, no. all right, nigga, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Peace out, homie. <laughs> now, bro, that, that's true, bro. That's yeah. true. And that's the way you should live your life, bro. Yeah. Man. Oh, by the way, I was right. Sway is from Oakland, California. See, bro, he's that that town bitch. Well, I, I didn't know that, man. I didn't know that. Uh, he he, he don't. He seems just. I'll, he seems like a dude that could be from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was from Ohio or you know what I'm saying, or just like some obscure place like fucking Orlando or some shit. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's from anywhere. But yeah, I can see that. But you know, we, we Oakland produced greatness. So you feel me? <laughs> Look at look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so so my, my my sister, you know, while while we on this Kanye thing, um okay. my sister sends me this meme earlier and I had a hard time with it. So she was like, one has to go. One producer has to go. And it was Kanye, it was Pharrell, it was Timberland, and Dr. Dre. One has to go, which one and why? Um, me personally, Timberland. So all Missy discography. Oh no, can be can be Timberland because right. I slap Missy. Uh, <laughs> maybe Dr. Dre then. Dre? Yeah. Dre has to go. You get no Kendrick. You get no Ice Cube. You get no N.W.A. No Ice you Cube. get no Chronic. You get no Snoop Dogg. You get, like you got to realize where that. You get no Eminem. You 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 realize where that train, how far that fucking train goes. You get no Mary J. Blige. You know uh, what I mean? Like okay, you I gotta get retract. All of, all of these pivotal uh, people that were were made by this man. Well. Pharrell, you Pharrell made grinding. Like you can't like I can't get rid of that, you, man. Just just off of that one song. Well, it had to be, I would have to say Timberland again. Cause I would have to because Kanye earlier shit staple in my goddamn life. What he produced and all that shit. Pharrell, we already know the deal. You know what I mean? And all the names that you you dropped with Dr. Dre, I listen to like those artists heavy. You feel yeah. me? Especially like some Mary J. Blige and you feel me? Some uh Ice Cube. So yeah. I have to say Timberland. You it's know, tough though, right? This is my thing, people. When people give these type of things, give a fucking answer. This is all hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, like the nigga really ain't gonna disintegrate in the thin air, bro. Like yeah. they still gonna be there. You still gonna be able to listen to that music. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. Nigga, nigga swear like this. You got the Thanos glove, like you about to snap and the nigga about to disappear <laughs> off the planet. Like evaporate. <laughs> you be like, nigga. This is hypothetical. We just making, we just making conversation. Yeah, yeah man. I said Timberland, bro. Just 
because every other producer and artist had their them artists have more uh tug on my heartstrings, you know. But you get no like brush your shoulders off, you know what I'm saying? You get no 99 problems, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's just know, you get you get no Aaliyah, are you that somebody? Are you that somebody? I get it. Somebody. somebody has to go. Man, I, I yeah, just, somebody got to go, bro. Somebody got to go. I made that decision. Who you got, bro? Before we before we uh, bamp out, who do you have? Come on, player, make a decision. It, it, I mean, look, I, I'm gonna have to probably go with uh, you know, even though I just said what I said, I probably have to go with for real, man, just because um, I know we get no grinding, we get no uh. No clips. No, do you get no clips? You know, you get no NERD. You yep. know, you get no fronting. You know, none uh, you know, none of that Star Trek sound. You get none of that shit. Um, but Kanye just got it, it. Like I said, I mean, he's a part of my life. You know what I mean? Even though I don't celebrate him at this point now, but when I was in college and shit like that, and you know, when we were roommates throughout college and shit like that, like yep. I listened, like Kanye was just like a staple. That's what you you listen to. Yay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, you know, he has so many legendary item albums. You know what I'm saying? You get, yeah, you get no cutty. You know, uh, I, I'm the only one around here. Supposed to get some cutty, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I understand that, but I I can't do Dre. Dre just you, Dre without Dre, hip hop is not where like not what it is today, right? So Dre is like top tier. Yeah, he's like he's the very top tier producer. You don't get any any higher than that yeah, from from producing that. perspective. You you can't you don't get beats without Dre, right? Yep. You know, even outside of of the the whole music sphere. Mm-hmm. Then you know, like I said, Kanye, him, um, and who uh, Timbaland. I I mean, like I said, Timbaland just has. Uh, I was to you know, like Missy, like as a kid, like was everywhere right and um just just hurt like really he could like live on that just that that and that alone you know i know a lot of you guys a lot of the younger listeners won't necessarily know the impact that missy had on on, like on us as as you know as the um you know if you were in the 90s i have a great comparison that they don't know you i don't even I don't even think that's a. I mean, maybe I'm biased though, because I don't even think that's a good comparison. But it might be for for this younger generation. Yeah, video wise, stylistically, how she construct her videos and things in that nature, and then some of her songs and stuff. Yeah, it's a like yeah. for for this this era of the younger generation. Their Doja Cat is our Missy Elliott. That's the closest I could bring to, you know, like like the. the Music videos were like heavy for us as, as when we were coming up, right? Yeah. So that's what you did after school. You came home, you watched music videos, like that. That was just the thing, like you know, into your later years. So at middle school, high school, obviously when you're younger, you go home and watch Power Rangers and shit like that. Yeah. But middle school, high school, you come home, you turn on 106 and Park, you know, you turn on Rap City to Basement, you know, you turn on MTV, whatever, you know what I'm saying, you know. Your MTV raps or whatever you were certain you you toss that shit on and that shit's always playing and the same songs came on. But Missy, every time she had a new video premiere, you knew that shit was gonna be crazy. 
playing. She had the best videos. She, she really made it a production. And not only that was that production a big thing, but the songs were fire. There, there were songs to remember. I can't stand the rain. Hey, hey, bruh. That shit was a bop, and it might, you know, we might be watched for it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that shit, like, that stands the test of time. So, for that, for those reasons, f- from those guys, those perspectives, those disco- discographies of those guys, that's why I have to go with Pharrell getting the fuck up out of here. But he really ain't got to go nowhere because we still nah. get the blow all that shit right now. You know yeah, I mean? they feel me, bro. They're all legends, bro. All of them, bro. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this has been episode number 43 of the Magic Tank yeah. podcast. So I am Frank, also known as Tank. I'm Kamon, also known as Magic. And we are about to be up out of here. Uh, Rila says music videos during the day are trash compared to BET Uncut. And yeah, I, only, only one, one song comes to mind every time. Well, there's a couple of songs. There's one white girls will go away. That don't tell Minister Farrakhan, he don't want to know what's going on. So that song, and then the, the, the booty popping video when that shaking head count. Booty, booty popping. Uh, yeah, count booty and also uh, the heli shit. Uh, yeah, t- yeah. Only because of the whole credit card shit. Okay, he, origi- he originated the, the credit card. Got crack. <laughs> God damn. Well, like I said, man, we appreciate every each and every one of you guys that are listening, that are watching oh, yeah. um, right now. Now, Magic, yep. if this is their first time, last time, middle time watching, where can they find us? Look, man, for my tubers, man, YouTube been around since 2005. I do not need to tell y'all what to do to get the channel or video booming. For my potters out there, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and we're on SoundCloud. All you got to do across all platforms is type in the Magic Think Tank or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, we pop right up. For the tubers, though, sub and share. Like the new sandwich shop I'm going to have down the line in some years, okay? Sub and share. Hey, man, if y'all watching, if y'all listening, our live audience, give yourself a fucking hand clap. Hell yeah. Couple air horns, you feel me? Bruh. We we love y'all, man. Like, share, hit us with a review. We appreciate y'all. We out this motherfucker. Peace. We're out of here. Peace out.